Amen. Amen. Greetings, beloved, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. The Bible says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So we are glad to be here this morning. And beside our normal service, we are also going to celebrate with a baby. You know the blessings keep on coming. If it's not wedding, it's babies. If it's not babies, it's cars. Every other way. And God keeps us in good health. Surely goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. And that's why we will never leave this God of ours. Amen. So that song that we were singing here, <clears throat> we're saying, you are everything that my heart desires. You are everything that my heart desires. So I'm not sure if all Christians know the kind of God that we serve. He is the powerful God. He's a loving Father. He's a caring Father. He's everything that I need. But sometimes you find that we do not know him well. That's why sometimes you find, even as Christians, sometimes we do not live in the fullness of who God is. You find that we end up living, like I had the other week, uh, Ms. Musimango was preaching about, and then knowing us, who we are in Christ, and then she touched that, thing, that verse that says, I saw <coughs> princess walking on feet, while servants were riding horses. And you know why it happens that way? It's because princes don't know, princes don't know who they are. Amen. They do not know their God. But we know our God and we have to know our God fully well. Can we go to the book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, in the New King James? As we're going there, I just want to show you that You need to have hunger to know God more and more. The Bible says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. If you are not hungry, if you think you have arrived with God, you will not be filled. You need to have that constant hunger of saying, Father, I want more of you. Reveal yourself more and more to me so that I can walk in the fullness of who you are. Amen. Amen. Philippians 3.10, New King James Version. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Amen. That Mm. I may know him Mm. and the power of his resurrection. Uh And the fellowship of his sufferings, Mm. being conformed to his death. Amen. Amen. It says that I may know him And the power of his resurrection. Now, if he says that I may know him, do you know that many people, most of us, we know about other people. We don't really know them. You know that, isn't it? Because sometimes you say, I know so and so, but you just heard about him. You never had a personal encounter with that person. And did you know that sometimes people will have a certain perception about you? They were told about you. But the time those people have an interaction with you, 
they say, how? Oh, is this who you are? I really, I, I, I never had this perception of you. Because I was depending on what people were telling me about you. But now I know you. Amen. So it's also like that with our God. You remember Job one time he said, I used to hear about this God. But now my eyes have seen him. Now I know him. Now he is not just a God that I hear about. He is a God that I have personal experience with. Amen. Because if he is just a God that you hear about, we will even see that your Christianity is a lukewarm kind of Christianity. Because you just follow the crowd. But if he is a God whom you know, the one who loved you, the one who delivered you, some of you already have testimonies of what God can do. So you say, I cannot go away from this God. Come what may, nothing will separate me from the love of God. Because I know him. Because I've experienced him. I've experienced his love. So if you go down to verse 12 to 15, you will know that actually that hunger of wanting to always know him, read it further, 12 to 15, because we will keep on growing in him if we keep on getting the revelation of who he is. And you find that maybe you were walking this way, but the moment you get more closer and closer to him, you know more of him. God is unlimited, isn't it? God is everything. But you only know the portion that you are, that is revealed to you. The other time I was sharing you with this scripture in Exodus 6 verse 3 where God says, To Abraham I did not reveal myself as Jehovah. I only revealed myself as El Shaddai. So he did not know me as Jehovah. Amen. So which means you need really to have the revelation of who God is in your life. Then you can walk in the fullness of God. That's why you would find, do you know that there are some Christians who know Jesus as Savior, but they don't know him as a healer. So they don't mind living in sickness, but they don't tolerate sin. So they say, he has saved me, I know I'm going to heaven. But, but in this world, you see, we, we will have all these sufferings and the sicknesses and all that. And they forget the scripture that says, bless the Lord, all my soul. Forget not all his benefits. He forgave your sins, but he also healed all your diseases. Amen. So it means if you only know a portion of him, you are going to miss out in who he is completely. That's why we need to completely say, Father, keep on revealing yourself to me. I want to know more of you. There are some Christians, you find that maybe they are working well in love with God and they believe God for divine health, but they cannot believe God for their finances. So you only, it's only the portion that you have, that has been revealed to you, walk in what has been revealed to you and seek God to keep on revealing himself more. There is more of God than what you know. Tell your neighbor there is more of God than what you know. So keep on having hunger for more. So read that 12 to 15. Not that I have already attained mm. or am already perfected, mm. but I press on 
Yes. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. He says, not that I have already attained mm. or already been perfected, but I press on. Amen. Mm-hmm. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, mm. but one thing I do. Amen. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Amen. I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. Therefore, let us, as many as mature, have this in mind. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. I like that. Did you see what he said? He was saying, I've got this desire to know him. And he says, I don't say that I've already grasped everything of it. But one thing I'm doing is I'm keeping on pressing on. May we all keep on pressing on. We may all not be at the same level, but each of us should be pressing on for more. Pressing on for more. And then he says in verse 15, if anything in, if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. So it means there are some things that because of the limited knowledge that I have, I think this way. But even in that, God will reveal himself to me. Amen. Amen. So let's go to Daniel 11.32 in the New King James and then I will give you the title of our sermon today. Daniel 11.32, New King James. Because most of us do not really know God the way we should. And that's why we are limited in how we are walking with God either in our own individual lives or in being effective as Christians in doing the work of the Father here on earth. We are here for a mission. We are on a mission here. This world is not our home. We are just passing through. Amen. So when we are still here, there is something that we need to do, but we need to know our God. Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Just repeat that last part. I like people who know their God. (laughs) I like people who know their God. Tell your neighbor, listen to what people, to people who know their God. Amen. Tell them, the people who know their God. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Amen. So it means there are some people who don't know their God. Isn't it? To me, it sounds common sense. If you say, but people who know their God, it means there are people who do not know their God. But people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. That's people who know their God. Amen. Amen. People who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. So today I want us to talk about people who know their God. Amen. Amen. People who know their God. And we need to measure ourselves with that bar. I will give you several scriptures. Then you try to see, do I really know my God? Because my God is an awesome God. My God is an all-powerful God. My God is a provider. My God is a defender. My God is a healer. My God loves me. Amen. My God is a deliverer. So it means if I know my God, there is no enemy that can defeat me. Amen? Amen. 
Because I do not depend on my strength. I depend on my God. And you know what he said in the book of Exodus? He said, I will be an enemy to your enemies. An adversary to your adversaries. So it means if I know my God, then I don't have to fight with people. Amen. Amen. Because my God, he says, I must leave that to him. He will defend me. You remember the time when Paul, when he was still called Saul, when he was persecuting the church, when he was persecuting Christians. After he was struck down by the lightning, the voice said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So the voice did not say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting my people? He said, why are you persecuting me? Because when you touch those ones, you are touching me. We talked about we are an apple of God's eye, isn't it? So it means if he says, why are you persecuting me? And he says, it will be hard for you to kick against the pricks. Imagine kicking against the pricks. You're just starting things that you won't finish. That's why we need to depend so much on God that we do not have to take any battle on our own. Amen? Amen. Because our God will fight for us. Our God is our defender. And it it says people who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Even how Jesus, even when Jesus was here on the earth, he understood his mission. He knew his God and he knew who he was and he kept on doing what the Father wanted him to do. Let's go to the book of John chapter 14. John chapter 14, 6 to 12, New King James Version. People who know their God will be strong and do exploits. So within that context, we are going to read several scriptures and you start seeing, oh, really people who know their God can do great things here on the earth. So the people who know their God start understanding God for their own selves, but then they can also start being used by God to touch the lives of others. It's like that river that I told you about, that the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit as a well in us. A well is for personal use. And then it also talks about the Holy Spirit as the rivers. Out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living waters. So when it becomes a river, it means now it's starting to move to distant places and start touching other lives. That is what a river does. But a well is just for personal use. So people who know their God will be strong and do exploits. You know God for yourself. Before you can say, the Lord is saying this about somebody else, you should hear God for yourself. Before you can say this to that other person, may God start working with you. And then after God has worked with you, now it overflows to go and help others. Okay, listen to what Jesus says, John 14, 6 to 12. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm. No one comes to the Father except through me. So you see, Jesus knew himself. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So when I think of this scripture and think of many religions and they say, no, we are all going to the same place. Then I see that it's either they are not telling the truth or Jesus is not telling the truth. But I believe Jesus. Amen. Amen. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He says, I am the only way. He says, I'm the gate. I'm the good shepherd. 
Amen. So you can start thinking when people try to convince you. You tell them John 14, 6. That's what Jesus said. It may not be politically acceptable, but it's scripturally correct. Amen. Amen. There are a lot of things that are not politically acceptable. But why should it be politically acceptable when we are the salt of the world? We are the salt of the earth. We need to show the light. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm -hmm. If you had known me, you will have known my Father also. Hey, Jesus was very confident. He says, if you would have known me, if you had known me, you would have also known my father. Mm -hmm. And from now on, you know him and you have seen him. Mm. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and it is sufficient for us. Mm. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say, show us the father? So Jesus was saying, I and the Father are one. So if you've seen me, I'm a reflection of the Father. Amen. Amen. Because when Jesus was on the earth, he says, I am the reflection of the Father. And when he left, he gave us that identity. You know the other time, the, 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 the Pharisees were fighting with Jesus when he said, I am God. He said, how do you, that's blasphemy. Then he says, he said to them in, in the book of John, he said, is it not written in your law that those who follow him, they, were call, they are called gods? And he says, therefore the scripture cannot be broken. Continue. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and hmm. the Father in me? Hmm. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. This is encouraging. He says, the Father who dwells in me He's the one who's doing his works. So if you allow Jesus to live in you, your Christian work will be simple. Because it is not you trying to make things work. The Father who is in you, Jesus who is in you, enables you to do what he wants you to do. Mm -hmm. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Mm. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because, because I go to my Father. I like verse 12. It links well with people who know they are God, will be strong and do exploits. So it says, most assuredly I say unto you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, will he do also. If you read the Gospels, you see the works that Jesus was doing, isn't it? Jesus says you will also do those works. Amen. The works that I do, you will do also. And he says, and greater works than this will he do because I go to the Father. So he was in essence saying, I am busy doing the work of my Father here. But because my time to go to the Father has come, I am delegating this work to those who believe. May they continue with my task on the earth. 
And because they will go even beyond the places that have gone, they will even do greater things. That's what he said, isn't it? But it's people who know their God. Sometimes you would find that as Christians, if we do not really understand our God, if we do not know our God, we will live like people of the world, live a defeated life, always grumbling, always faces down. Amen. But if you know your God, represent him. Amen. Amen. He says, greater works they will even do. And you look at what Jesus used to do. You say, oh, this is great. He says, yes, that's great, but you can do greater. Amen. Amen. People who know their God will be strong and do exploits. So start, start doing the introspection and say, Father, what have I been doing for your kingdom? Was I always running away from the enemy? Huh? As a Christian, always running away from the enemy. Always being afraid of those that will bewitch you. You know that there are some Christians who are afraid to be bewitched? Huh? Mm, they are. And I, okay, I always say this to women. I say, I've got a problem with a Christian who can be bewitched. Before we fight with the witch, we fight with you first. Why? Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the witch. So how did the, how did the wizard bewitch you? Does it make sense? It means you have either opened a hole, a hole or something. Because greater is he that's in you than the one who's using that wizard, isn't it? So if you are a Christian and you are still afraid of wizards, the tokoloshis and all those things, it means you don't know your God. Because people who know their God will be strong and do exploits. People who know their God, they say the devil is under my feet. So if the devil, the devil cannot be under your feet and the wizards on top of your head. Because the wizards are using the devil's power, isn't it? So if the devil is under your feet, everything that is of the devil is under your feet. Isn't it common sense? Yes. So he says, Greater works than this will he do, because I go to my father. And actually, if you read the book of Isaiah, this one you will just read. Uh, I will try not to be tempted to comment, because I still have many scriptures to read for you. Isaiah 43, from verse 1 to 21 in the New King James. I just want you to understand this, our God, our God, our God. People who know their God will be strong and do exploits. In the days that we're living in, we are so much diluted because we know more of things of the world than we know our God. You can get a Christian who can quote to you what are the latest news, the headlines, the news headlines, what is the newspaper, that newspaper, that newspaper. Actually, they don't buy one newspaper. They would buy different ones because they want different versions. But you ask that person the scripture, he doesn't know the scripture. Did I say it's wrong to buy newspapers? No, I didn't say that. All I'm saying is there are some people, some Christians who know a newspaper, newspaper headlines more than they know their Bibles and their God. And did you know that the newspaper, the devil is not afraid of that one? He actually is the author of some. Amen. But people who know their God will be strong and do exploits. 
brethren, can we be strong and take our rightful position and enforce the kingdom here on the earth? Jesus said, when you pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So actually Jesus was saying, you are my ambassadors. I'm relying on you to do my work. That's why he said, when I go to the Father, you will keep on doing my works. And even greater works than those. So Isaiah 43, 1 to 21, you just read it. Hopefully you will read it fast enough and well enough. But now, that says the Lord who created you, O Jacob. Okay, so the Lord is saying, let's listen. And he who formed you, O Israel, mm. fear not, for I have redeemed you. Okay, so if any of you has been afraid, your God has redeemed you, don't be afraid. Don't fear anything. Mm. The Lord is your God. Mm. Mm -hmm. I have called you by your name, you mm. are mine. He knows you by name. Mm. You are his. Mm. Mm -hmm. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. Mm. He doesn't and say there won't be waters. There may be waters, but I'll pass through. Mm. And when I'm passing through, I'm he's with me. Mm. Mm -hmm. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Yes. When Come what may, devil, you may throw anything you want to throw. I will not be overflown by the rivers. Mm. Mm -hmm. When you walk through the fire, mm -hmm. you shall not be burnt. So some of you may be saying, I'm going through the fires now, Pastor. So I'm saying, walk through them. Mm. You will not be burned. Mm. And did you know that gold actually gets refined through, through, through fire? Mm. Mm. So sometimes some of that fire, the devil might have intended to burn you with that fire. Mm. But that fire will just refine you. Mm. Amen. Amen. You will not be burned. Mm -hmm. Nor shall the flame scorch you. Mm. For, for I am the Lord your God, mm. the Holy One of Israel, mm. your Savior. Amen. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Mm. Since you are precious in my sight, you have been honored. Hmm. I'm, I'm honored. Hmm. I'm precious in God's eyes. I'm honored. Mm. Tell your neighbor, you're sitting next to somebody who is honored. Mm. And I have loved you. Amen. You're mm. sitting next to somebody who is loved. Mm. My God loves me. Mm. Therefore, I will give men for you mm. and people for your life. Amen. Fear not, for I am with you. Mm. I'll bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I'll say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not keep them back. Oh, listen to what he is telling the south. He says to the north, give them up. To the south, don't hold them back. Mm. He says, I will say, they are my people. Mm. Don't hold them back. Mm. That's my God. Amen. Continue. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Amen. Everyone who is called by, name, by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. That's me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Bring out the blind people who have eyes and the deaf who have ears. Mm. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us the former things? Let them bring out their witnesses that they may be justified. 
or let them hear and say, it is truth. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall they be after me. You see what God is saying? He says, before me there was no God formed. Even after me there will be no other God. Mm. That's why God says, we should worship no other God beside him. Mm. He alone is God. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Amen. Amen. I, even I. You know, you know, uh, in our tradition, when you are swearing or making an oath, I, even I. So instead of him saying I, he says I, even I am the Lord. Beside me, there is no Savior. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses says the Lord, that I am God. Hmm. Indeed, before the day was, I am he. Hmm. And there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. Hmm. I work, and who will reverse it? Amen. Hmm. You remember we were saying, the Lord has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. Hmm. So when he has worked it, I can't reverse it. Hmm. I just align myself with his plan. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That says the Lord, your Redeemer, the hmm. Holy One of Israel. For your sake, I will send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives. The Chaldeans who rejoice in their ships, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the creator of Israel, your king. Hmm. He's, he's telling us who he is. Mm. Uh -huh. That says the Lord who makes a way in the sea mm. and a path through the mighty waters. So he does. Mm. God is not limited by the sea. He can make a way in the sea. You remember he did it with the Red Sea. Mm. He is God. Mm. Who brings forth the chariots and the horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together, they shall not rise. They are extinguished, they are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness. Amen. Mm. You see what my God is doing? Mm. Do you see what my God is doing? Mm. So I like to hear more of what God is doing and who God is. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the rivers in the desert. Mm. The Yo, beast. So this God of mine, there is nothing that can confuse or frustrate him. Mm. Because when it's desert, he can make rivers. Mm. When they see and, and, and there's no way. He makes a way. So how can you limit this, my God? He alone is God. Mm. People who know their God, people who understand their God, people who have an encounter with their God will be strong and do exploits. Amen. They will not be limited. Amen. Mm -hmm. The beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness. And rivers in the desert. Oh, so even the beasts of the field and the jackals and all that, they are honoring the Lord. Mm -hmm. Even the birds uh, singing and praising. Mm. Amen. Amen. Mm. We should do even better. Mm. We are his people. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. These people I have formed for myself. 
they shall declare my praise. Amen. He has formed us for himself. We are going to declare his praises. People who know their God will be strong and do exploits. So I'm just saying for all of us, let's be encouraged to know our God. Actually, it's not just starting with us. I will give you a few examples of people who knew their God. Just so that you can see that if you know the, your God, you are going to be strong and do exploits. Can we just look at Hebrews 12, 1 and 2? Or let's just use it. Yeah, let's look at 1. Because if I do 2, it will take us longer. Let's just do Hebrews 12, 1. You can do it in Amplified or King James. Because I just want to show you that there are other people who have already experienced God that we can learn from. You, so that you can know that if you know God, you can be strong and do exploits. God can use you to touch the lives of others. You will not be a victim, but you will be more than a conqueror. Because that's who you are. Amen? Instead of you always grumbling, and, because the challenges will come. But as they are coming, you are stronger than the challenges. Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Shake the hand of your neighbor says you are stronger than your challenges. Mm. Amen. You are stronger than your challenges. Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You are actually more than a conqueror. Mm -hmm. Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, we have borne testimony to the truth. Let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance unnecessary weight and that sin which so readily deftly and cleverly clings to and entangles us okay so he says we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses you may sit so if we are in we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses he says these are the witnesses who have gone before us and born held on to the truth so we can learn from them and see what God does with people who sticks with him. If you stick with God, then you can see what God will do. Go to verse 32 to 34. Because he was listing, he listed a lot of people. But when he came to 11, 11, 32 to 34, uh, Hebrews 11, 32 to 34, amplified. Because after he listed a lot of people of faith, this one of faith, he says, time will fail me. I've got many more witnesses. Just, just read them. And what shall I say further? For time will fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David, and Samuel and the prophets, who by the help of faith subdued kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promised blessings, closed the mouths of lions. Amen. Extinguished the power of raging fire, escaped the... <laughs> devouring of the sword, out of frailty and weakness won, strength and become stalwart, even mighty and, resist and resistless in battle, routing aliens hosts. Amen. Did you hear that? He says, I've, I'm sharing with you all this great cloud of witnesses. Many, this, this many men and women of faith who have gone before us. He says, as I'm listing them, he listed a lot of them, you remember, in that chapter 11. So he says, what shall I say then? Time will fail me. I still have many more examples. Amen. So even for me, I won't tell you all of them because time will fail me. 
Amen. I just give you a bit, a taste of some of them, and you look at them and say, oh, indeed people who know their God can be strong and do exploits. And God in this period that we are at, he is looking at you and me. It is no longer the time of Gideon. It is no longer the time of Barak. No longer the time of Samson. No longer the time of Gideon. No longer the time of Abraham. It is our time. It is our time. And people who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Amen. Amen. I want to know him more. So that I can do exploits. Now looking at, I will pick, yeah, let's look at David. Psalms 23, 1 to 6. You will see that David knew his God. I'll take David and see if I can take Paul and then take Abraham and Sarai. And then uh, some of the examples among us. And then we'll do the baby dedication part. But I want you to be excited. To know that indeed people who know their God will be strong and do exploits. People who know their God. Amen. Amen. People who know their God. They are not frightened by the enemy. You remember one time when that the Philistines were coming against the Israelites. And they had Goliath. You remember? And the Bible says Goliath would come night and day, threatening the Christians, threatening the people of God. And he was saying to them, give me a man that may come and fight with me. He says, I defy the armies of Israel. And you remember, somebody who knew his God came. You remember? He heard, and he said, what, what is this uncircumcised Philistine saying about my God? My God will go with me. Amen? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he can talk like this about my God? Amen? People who know their God will be strong and do exploits. So when the Israelites, when the rest of the Israelites were afraid of Goliath and running away from him, David was saying, I want him. Amen? Amen. Somebody said, they, they were saying, he's so big we can't overcome him. He was saying, he's so big I can't miss him. Amen. Amen. So it just depends on how you look at him. Amen? He's, big, he's a big enough target that you can't miss. Others are saying he's so big you can't overcome. So for him he was saying, what shall be done to somebody who kills this uncircumcised Philistine? And then he was looking at him as a prize. Amen? People who know their God will be strong and do exploits. So let's hear about David. This is the same David who defeated Goliath. He knew his God. And look at how he speaks. When you hear somebody who knows God speak, you can understand that this guy knows his God. This lady knows her God. Amen? Mm, let's hear how people who know their God speak. Do it in the New King James. Psalm 23, 1 to 6. Can we listen to how people who know their God speak? Mm. When others are saying, life is tough. You don't know your God. Listen to me. Listen to, 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 to David. 
Listen mm. to some of us. Tell us. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. I shall not want. By the way, he was on earth like you and me. Mm. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm. Mm -hmm. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Mm. And he leads me beside the still waters. Yes. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake. Mm. Yeah. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Mm. For you are with me. So he says, this God of mine, even if I'm walking through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil because he is with me. Mm. So wherever I go, he is with me. Mm. I know my God. Mm. Mm -hmm. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Mm. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Yes. You anoint my head with oil mm. and my cup runs over. Yes. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Okay. Now, I want to ask you a question. In that Psalms 23, did you hear any complaint? Huh? So where do you get the complaints from in your life? David was just like us. He was also faced with challenges. But he says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil because he's with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And he says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So can you expect goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life? few weeks back I was sharing with you about the favor of God that let favor follow you wherever you go. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. That's how it works in the kingdom. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Deuteronomy 28 says all these blessings will come on you and overtake you. You will be blessed in the city, you will be blessed in the field. Blessed shall be the works of your hands. You will be above only and never beneath. Amen. Amen. That's the kind of God that I serve. Amen. Amen. People who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Okay, David, tell us again in Psalms 20, verse 1 to 9, the New King James. Because I want you just to understand that indeed we should have confidence in our God. When other people are parading their gods which are not alive, we should parade our God who is the living God. Amen. 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 There is this song that brethren in Kales River like, and I also like it. All these other gods are the works of men. But you, O oh Lord, are the most high God. All these other gods are the works of men. But you, O oh God, are the most high God. You do not have a beginning, you don't have the ending. Amen. Amen. So, David, tell us, Psalms 20, verse 1 to 9. May the Lord answer you in day of trouble. So he acknowledges that you may have a day of trouble, but may the Lord answer you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May the name of the Lord defend you, guys. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So that even when you are in trouble, you say, in Jesus' name, you know when we grew up, we used to depend so much on the names of our mothers that when you're about to fall, Mawe! 
Now, as a Christian, when you fall, you like, Jesus! Or if you're driving and the truck is coming, and then, Jesus! May the name of the Lord my God defend me. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The Russians run unto it and they are safe. May the name of the Lord your God defend you. Mm. Mm -hmm. May he send you help from the sanctuary mm. and strengthen you out of Zion. Mm. May he remember all your offerings. Oh, I like that part. Hey. Those mm. of us who give, guys, mm. Uh, mm. there is something here for givers. Amen. 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 Just repeat that for the givers, for the sake of the givers. <laughs> repeat that. May he remember all your offerings. I want him to remember them. Amen. 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 Lord, may you remember my offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm. And mm. accept your bent sacrifice. Amen. Mm. May he grant you according to your heart's desire. I like that. Mm. May he grant. I've got desires. Mm. So I'm also saying to you, may he grant you according to your heart's desires. Mm. Mm. That's the kind of God that we serve. Amen. Mm -hmm. And fulfill all your purpose. Yes. Mm. We will rejoice in your salvation, and in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. So he says, in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. He is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner, the Lord our victory. Mm. Mm. So we set up our banners in the name of the Lord. Mm. We do not depend on anything. We do not depend on human strength. We depend on God. Mm. Our victory is of the Lord. Mm. Mm -hmm. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. Mm. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Mm. Some trust in chariots. I like that. And mm -hmm. some in horses. Mm. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. It says some trust in chariots. Some trust in their horses. Mm. But we will we'll remember the name of the Lord, our God. Amen. Amen. Can you tell your neighbor? Some trust in horses. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in people. But I trust in the name of the Lord, my God. Amen. I shall not be defeated because I'm depending on God. Mm -hmm. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. Yes. Mm. Young men shall utterly fall and stumble, but those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Amen. They will mount up high with wings as eagles. Amen. They will run and not grow weary. Amen. They will walk and not faint. Amen. It's us who know our God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Save, Lord. May the king answer us when we call. Yes. The king will answer us when we call, guys. Mm. People who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Let's look at Paul. One verse for Paul. Acts 27, 22 to 25, New King James Version. New King James, Acts 27, 22 to 25. I'm looking more at... <coughs> Verse 23, but let's read the whole of it from 22. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the sheep. Mm. Uh, listen to verse 23 carefully. 
For there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong and to whom I serve. Yo. He says, the angel appeared to me, but this is the angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve. I know this God. So his angel came, appeared to me, but he is the angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve. Amen. Mm -hmm. What did he say? Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. Mm. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. You see, when you are a Christian, God grants those that are traveling with you. <laughs> Sometimes they are, not, the, the, they are not dying in that, in that car or in that bus accident because you are there. Mm. Paul says, God says, God has given you those that are traveling with you, those that are sailing with you. Mm -hmm. Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. Hmm. People who know their God, they've got so much confidence in their God. He says, take heart, for I know that it will be exactly as my God has told me. Amen. Amen. It will be just as God has told me. Amen. So let's look at Abraham and Sarai. Hebrews 11.8 By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. Do it in the, amplifi in the Amplified. Aged on by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and went forth to a place which he was destined to receive as an inheritance. Mm. And he went, although he did not know or troubled, or troubled his mind about where he was to go. I like those last words. Look at how faith works. You don't trouble your mind. <laughs> Repeat that last part. He says, Abraham obeyed by faith. Without troubling his mind about thinking where he was going. Do you know that sometimes you trouble your mind by trying to look at how it will happen? You, you know that, isn't it? So he says, Abraham obeyed God by faith without troubling his mind. Tell your neighbor, don't trouble your mind. Just believe God. Repeat that part. Although he did not know. <coughs> Although he did not know or trouble his mind about where he was to go. Yeah, so he just obeyed by faith. And then look at how he also does it in verse 17 to 19, amplified still Hebrews. Go to 17 to 19. Let's look at this Abraham because his faith really is something to admire. We can see he was a person who knew his God. Mm. People who know their God will be strong and do exploits. By faith, Abraham, when, when he was put to the test, while the testing of his faith was still in progress, had already brought Isaac for an offering. He who had lately received and welcomed God's promises was ready to sacrifice his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac shall your descendants be reckoned. 
For he reasoned that God was able to raise him up even from among the dead. Indeed, in the sense that Isaac was figuratively dead, potentially sacrificed, he did actually receive him from the, from the dead. Amen. I want you to look the at the faith of this Abraham. At first, he obeyed God, going to a country that he did not know. He didn't trouble his mind. He just obeyed. Now God says to him, I want you to sacrifice your son, your only son, Isaac, so that you don't confuse him with Ishmael. I think, don't you think it would have been easy to sacrifice Ishmael? Huh? Think it would have been easier. <laughs> so he says, your only son, Isaac. That's the one I want. Now, I like this. I like thinking faith instead of reasoning doubt. Look at what he does. He has heard of the promise that says, if you read verse 18, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your descendants be called. So there was already a promise. God has already said something. So now God says, sacrifice your son. But he has already said, through Isaac, you will have many children. Whose problem is that now? <laughs> that's, not, that's not Abraham's problem. You people err because you try to think it is your problem and you try to solve it. So God said, through Isaac, you will have many children. Now the very same God says, sacrifice Isaac. Probably you would be saying, God, did you forget that you said this? You said that Isaac is the one that I will get many children through. The Bible says, he believed God. Now, verse 19. For he reasoned. This is the only reasoning you do. You reason what the word of God says. You, you take a scripture, you reason with a scripture. So he says, oh, so if God says I must sacrifice my son, when he also said that, I will have many children through Isaac. It means God is able to raise him from the dead. Actually, I'm going to sacrifice him and God will raise him. Because there is still a promise to be fulfilled. Did you hear that? That's how faith works. So he says, I know what God has already said. Even if this doesn't make sense now. But God has already said this. So I'm going to obey. And God will see how to sort it. And that's my God. That's the kind of God whom we serve. Amen. 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 That is the kind of God whom we Save. serve. And we are going to keep on serving him. Amen. And let's believe our God. Let's be strong and do exploits. We may be having many, having many things that are a challenge to us. But our God is able. Amen. Amen. When you have time, go and read Hebrews 11, the whole of it. You will hear of many people. By faith, so and so did this. By faith, so and so did this. Just showing you how, if you stick with your faith, your faith will always be rewarded. Amen? Amen. So, we know our God. And we shall do exploits. Amen. Hebrews 6.12. Now this one, I'm concluding with this one for this first part. And then we'll celebrate with the baby. Hebrews 6.12, read it in the New King James, because I just want to show you something. That you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Amen. I want you to look at this. We talked about 
David. We talked about Abraham. The, the, the writer of Hebrews says, time would fail me. I would even talk about Gideon, Barak, all those. You remember that? Now, if we've talked about those people, we've talked about Paul, but they are not living with us. Can't we have some people among us that we can look up to? Amen. So this scripture here says, imitate those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises. So it means there needs to be some among us that you can look at and say, they're inheriting the promises by faith. Even for me as your pastor, I want to be an example. I want my faith to be an example to you. So that you do not say, you say, we have heard the scripture, but we can also see the word alive in our pastor. Amen. Amen. And that should be a challenge to all of us. So that people can imitate those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises. We can see that they are believing God and God is coming through for them. We are encouraged. Because if we only share with you scriptures and we share you what the word of God said, you may think it's theory. But we tell you, there are people who are living now who are witnesses of this. So things are being reflected now. Bome usually like saying, if the Bible were to be rewritten, I want to be also written there. Amen. Amen. So in other words, can people also look up to you? May you be a role model to your children. May you be a role model to your husband or to your wife. Some of you have got husbands that are not saved. May you be a role model to them. Amen. May they see Jesus in you. Amen. So that through faith and patience, we keep on inheriting the promise and let others look at us and see how we use our faith and God comes through. The way I want to exercise my faith, I want to exercise my faith that you will know that this was purely based on the word of God. No gimmicks, no tricks. Because if you stick with the word, the word of God never fails. It endures forever. That's why even in the work of the Lord, in these days, people are going for gimmicks, even in churches. You find people trying this, trying that, people running for that, running for that. Those things are not sustainable. You will do that for three or four years or five years. After some years, we won't hear about you. Because it's not sustainable. But if it was the word, the owner of the word will sustain the word even after you are gone. Amen. Amen. Because it is his word. Amen. Are you encouraged? Amen. Do you know your God? Amen. Are we going to do exploits? Amen. 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 So the devil is in trouble. Amen. Yeah, you can clap your hands. Amen. Amen. I'm excited. Amen. I'm feeling like if there was a devil out there and after church here, you meet him, then he will know you. Amen. Because you are stirred up now. You are stirred up now. You say, I know my God. No, my Redeemer lives. Amen.